You Found Rebirth, a podcast that shares real life stories about what happens when you let go and let life lead. I'm Kate Breton, your host, and this podcast is becoming my first book, set to launch September 22nd, this year, 2022. Let's get into the episode. Hey, thank you for tuning in to one of the three preseason episodes for Rebirth, talking a little bit about each tenant that we're going to focus on. The first we're going to talk about is community. There will be obviously recurring themes. We're going to be bringing the guests back. I'm excited to share. Um, but having a focus for the season, because, you know, there's a lot of things we can be listening to. And I, I wanted to be sure that there was a, a resource that was aligned, which is one of our other things. So it's community alignment and creativity with the season that we're in of our life. Okay, so let's talk about community. So the community um, is being redefined right now. And I, I, for me, um, I love the outreach that technology brings us. And I think it can be used for amazingly beneficent things. And I also think that it's important to tend to the community that is in front of you that it can be really easy sometimes to be connected to those that don't see our imperfections. And it can be really easy to pursue um, the unattainable, right? Because that's easier than sitting still with what's in front of us sometimes. So reminds me actually of a friend. Wow, gosh, I guess it was about 15 years or so in that genre of time. Her mom used to tell us, you, you know, you're looking to date somebody that has what you want you should look and pay attention to what their worst trait is and if you can live with that. Exquisite dating advice from Sheila, actually. So, okay, so I am in, in this story. I am in the process of networking for the book and I'm doing all the things with all the people that I don't know and I love it. And I'm sending out the emails and reaching out. It was fantastic. And people say, you should really get into your community networks, your local network. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can totally do that. So I um, look into that and I think, let's do super local. I go to the library and I walk into the library and I go to the, to the desk, kind of timid, probably somewhere in my like 14 year old self being like, you know, who am I? Come on, blah, blah, which might be the reason that I got that reaction. But I always said was, if somebody in the community wrote a book, woman cut me off. And she was like, oh, you know, ordering is over there. Like, real crumbly. And I'm thinking, you work in a library. Like, you, you're you choosing to work. And there's books all over. People who come to the store are like, are they, am I this naive? You can let me know. Like, this is where people come who love books. So I go back to the resource section. She's not as grumpy as the first person, but she's not super friendly about it. And at that point, I'm like, it's switching from the book to a little bit of personal frustration, but here's the gift. They articulated for me what I was trying to do in that moment. Like I kind of went in like, Oh, I just wanted to do like a free event. She's like, cause they, they asked a couple questions and everything she was guessing about me was wrong. Like I wasn't there to do ordering. She guessed I was self published and I didn't have any media. I said, I do have a media kit, but I, I'm giving that to all people that I don't know. I'm pointing at my son who's four. I'm like, this is where he got his library card. I thought maybe this would be a good place to come and talk to you. And, um, and side note, if you are a self-published author, even more congratulations, because there's a lot of things you have to attend to, to get this thing into the world. And so if you 
did that yourself, I'm, I'm even more impressed with you. Honestly, congratulations. So we have this conversation. What comes to fruition is that I'm able to articulate that I thought it might be helpful to offer a free event targeted to teens or people who wanted to become writers to have a behind the scenes with a local somebody in the community, a mom in the community. But, and I told this to the librarian and now the three other people that were listening to my conversation, the part of the reason I thought this would be helpful for teens is one, that was the, that was the people that I taught uh, for a long time in public and secondary education, but also it is a tricky um, phase of life and the past two years haven't helped, I would imagine, I'm not a teenager, but I would imagine they haven't been the easiest years to discern where you're going. And so you'd kind of want to look around at other examples, stories of people who did it. Like I know, you know, you could tell me things, but I, I would way more listen to the adults around me and see me to discern if they were telling me the truth. That was what I was interested in. Like, are you lying to me? Are you telling me the truth? Like I can tell, I can just tell. That's what, that's what teen, one of the t gifts of being a teenager is you can tell. That's why they're so frustrating to adults. So this articulation for teens is also a reminder that there are other people that have had life interrupt them in a destabilizing way and they crossed a valley of their own doubt and they got to the other side and they were better for it. And in this articulation for teens, it's also an articulation the adults need to hear and that's the beauty of community, right? When you when you think about, okay, this is something that I'm asking for, I'm asking for support in my book, what gift can I serve? Well your needs are valid, right? Like the need that I wrote a book and I want it to be out, that's totally valid. But I can choose to get my needs met in a way that is only taking into account my needs, or I can tune into the more balanced way that um, I guess would be the spiritual mindset or just like a holistic person or a community-oriented person that would understand who can I serve? What can I give? What is the gift that I have to give out to the community and in that have the replenishment of my needs? Now that's a different articulation of giving to receive. It's, it's an articulation of these are the steps that I need to take. How do I serve and share and flourish in that? And I think in the social media world where it's content creation, let me tell you, I'm going to be talking about that. <laughs> about how SEO is just bastardizing the written word. Um, but this idea that like we can't, that you have to just keep pumping, pumping, pumping instead of thinking cyclically, I'm not editing that out, which is, is also spiraling. That, that word, that invitation, that, that pulse of how nature grows, that elliptical way that what goes out comes back in. So you know, that articulation of the librarian who thought that I was only going in to get what I need. Well, of course she thought I was only going in to get what I need. But it was a great moment for me to keep going to redefine it. So I want to do that together. I want to come back to the idea of community and that in that unity. Listen, I, I don't think we're all going to be reaching the same goals. That's not what I'm talking about. We all don't have the same goals also. But nature seems to have it figured out that everyone can get what they need, which does mean that sometimes there is creation and there is cessation. But maybe we need to be more in, in, in rhythm with what needs to be birthed and what needs to be let go of. What needs, um, what needs we have that need to be filled and what we need to be filling for others. So when we talk to our guests this season and we think about the practical wisdom that we'll be sharing here, 
want to be community focused and that we're we're giving our focus to the person that is in front of us. We're giving our time and attention to, yes, there's other things and there is that glory of getting connected into, you know, connected to the worldwide web. But, but I don't know if that works if it's at the sacrifice to what's in front of us. It reminds me, I've been thinking, thinking about this. We lived in Arizona at the time. I remember when my mom bought home a kiwi. It's like 20, this is like over 20 years ago. My mom brought home a kiwi from New Zealand and I was like, whoa, where is this? You know, it was so amazing. But you know what else has happened in the, like 25 years? The cucumbers and tomatoes don't taste good anymore at the grocery store. You know, it's like we want to connect outside of our world, but we have to also be connected to what is happening here. What's growing in our own soil? How are we nourishing ourselves in our own environment, wherever that is, whether the city or, you know, whatever. And it, it, when I was tuning in for this, I'm going to leave you with a little bit of the Tao. Okay. Cause you can never go wrong with the Tao. And this is the translation by Jonathan Stark. So when we think about community, what we're going to be bringing to rebirth and how perhaps the pulse here can ripple into your own world. And they're talking about the sage in this, it's verse, the last stanza of verse 64. The sage guides men back to their own treasure and helps all things come to know the truth they have forgotten. All this the sage does without a stir. So when you think about bringing the best out and feeding the community, we can do this in a way that that is not that does not even create a stir. Thanks for tuning in to this mini episode of Rebirth. I can't wait to share more with you. We have two more mini episodes coming out. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe and share and let's build our community. This episode of the Rebirth Podcast has been brought to you by Skid Steer. <laughs>